0: Around the world and across the shards, this is The Cavern Today. Brought to you by The Cavern Communications Network, an Until-Uru fan presentation. For more information about our program, please visit our website at www.thecaverntoday.com. Our format, an information, entertainment, and variety hour, is distributed monthly through iTunes and iPotter. Available for download on the website and streamed through TeamSpeak. It is made audio by a group of nearly 30 international broadcasters who work collectively to bring you the best music, interviews, and special features the web has to offer. And now to our program with hosts Tayan, Verlun, and
1: Zan. We are pleased to bring you Podcast 8 a podcast to usher in the new Mist and Until Uru year. It's 2006. Shora, this is Elhan. I'm filling in today for our hosts Verilun and Tayan, who are out on assignment. Many are the plans that the Cavern Communications Network has for the new year, including the more prominent introduction of our entertainment company, the Cavern Players, and our several times a week news and entertainment program, The Shortwave. If you need more information about these programs, please go to our website at www.thecaverntoday.com and follow the links. Now for today's program. It's not a long one. We distributed our greeting to The Cavern on December 22nd. And by the way, thank you, listeners, for your wonderful comments. Vera Lune, our filmmaker, is inspired to produce more feature-length films because of your positive response and with the help of other members of the Cavern players, he is now working on a Teladon documentary, a spring movie to simulcast our audio production of Alice in Wonderland, and a summertime send-up, King Shroom. Stay tuned to the shortwave for more about these endeavors. Today we have another very special interview with a scientist, Grey Dragon, who talks with our surface reporter Moog about the Cavern, the future of the Cavern, Mist, and... Well, Greg Reagan. It is always interesting to hear what scientists have to say, and you are in for no less of a treat today. In addition, there's some humor coming from actor Moog, and on the shortwave you will find some vidcasts beginning, beginning to appear that are part of a series we're doing on Behind the Avies, so sit back and get a cup of Java or tea while you listen to Podcast 8.
2: Hello again, this is Moog for The Cavern Today. One of the coolest things about working with the Cavern Communications Network is that I get to talk to some very interesting people. In Podcast 5, for example, we featured Ryan Miller from Cyan, and earlier we heard from Reverend Vader, one of the moderators on the Ubi Uru Forum. Well, coming soon, we'll hear from Eric Larger of Tapestry and Ashtar of the Great Tree Shard. This month, it's our pleasure to welcome Grey Dragon, also known as Ryan Warzeka of Cyan. Ryan, welcome to the Cavern today. How's it going up there in snowy Spokane?
3: It's uh, sunny today, cold, not so much snowy anymore. We had two big storms kind of come through here, but it's, uh, it's cold, definitely cold.
2: Yeah. I saw some of your photos on your uh, website of Cyan Headquarters in the snow, and that is a lovely building.
3: Oh, it really is. Um, yeah. Once the snow comes and stuff like that, I just love taking pictures around there. It, it looks so much cooler with the snow on it and stuff like that. It looks it cool be. normally, but, I mean, just the snow just adds to it.
2: Yeah. I got to send Terry Redland up there to do a painting of it, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, anyway. Writing up interview questions is always something of a challenge. I like to do some research first, and anyone preparing to speak with you can't help but find your blog. It's really terrific, uh, uh, to the point that I was tempted just to tell our listeners, forget the interview, just read his blog because everything you <coughs> want to know is in there. It's really quite a nice piece of work, and I was wondering how long you'd been doing that.
3: Blogging for a long time. Um, only got in trouble with it, like, once, but, uh, <laughs> and that's a whole other story. But, um, no, I I like keeping, like, a mental history or, you know, just something that I can look back at and remind myself, oh, that's how I kind of felt during this this period of time, or, no, mm-hmm, yeah. man, this is this is how I felt today, and stuff like that.
2: So, yeah, it's very it, interesting, it, you yeah. know. Online uh, diary, essentially. and
3: yeah. yeah, pretty much.
2: With pictures, cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your career for a bit. Uh, Eric Larger tells us that you started with cyan during initial testing of Uru during the Choru period, although you might not have actually been involved with Choru itself. Eric had some interesting stories about those days when we talked to him, and uh, I was wondering if you could tell us uh, some about your experiences then and what it was like being involved with Cyan Worlds in those days?
3: Well, it was it was funny because I had started uh, work at Cyan late choru Cyan at that time was actually busy working on Uru Prime or the single version of the game, mm-hmm. and it was a dream to work at Cyan Worlds. So it was it was it was fun. Um, and the team back then was it, it was just interesting. Finally meeting all all the different people and, and talking to the different people and. You know, learning how they got involved into Cyan and 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 stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, at that very moment when we first, or when I first started, um, Chobu was running. But the big push right then was Uru Prime and trying to get the single version of the game, single player Mm -hmm. version of the game out. So,
2: very interesting. Mm -hmm. Ryan had some great stories about the early days and how he started off uh, empty and garbage basically. (laughs) But I think that was primarily because he was the kid brother. Yeah, yeah.
3: E- even back then, I mean, I was doing all kinds of different things. There were nights that I'd stay there till 3 a.m. because we were trying to just get this newest build out onto the Chorus server because it had fixed a few bugs or something like that. And it was it was fun working with Bryce Tebs and, and mm-hmm. all the other different guys. I mean, there was Eric Anderson, a uh, programmer, uh, so he did the network programming, and there were some other network programmers there. And it was just a really, really cool time, definitely.
2: Late nights can be memorable, can't they?
3: Oh yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> I put in a few of those in a previous career as a courseware developer, uh, for an aerospace company, and oh wow! And when you've got to have training CDs in the classroom at 8:30 the next morning, and uh, and you're up at your desk until like 12 o'clock at night, then they still won't run right.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty soon you, you, you kind of you're get... banging your head, and you're just you, you just kind of want to go home, and you're realizing but you need to get this stuff out, and uh-huh. oh. And it, it does make you feel good, though, after everything is done and, and mm-hmm. it, it's all working. It's like, okay, finally I go home, get some sleep, and then uh-huh. come back here at 8 a.m. in the morning.
2: <laughs> it's so. like you're never gone. Our reaction was basically to get slap happy and laugh it off and go back and start start coding again, you know. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. It
3: was definitely the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. we just, you know, if, if something didn't work, it was just like, okay, get back to it, <laughs> you know. So. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. How about you fix that? How about you fix it? Okay. Anyway, uh, he worked with Bill Sleeves according to Eric, uh, known to Uru fans as Cyan Bill. Sounds like a cowboy hero, actually. But, <laughs> <laughs> but my personal um, uh, recollection of Bill is that he came uh, to the Gilded Readers neighborhood during the uh, vigil before Prologue shut down and visited with us for a while. And we really appreciated that, to have somebody from Cyan there and... Uh, uh, All the crowd was very supportive, and he was very very gracious with us, apologetic, and was just (laughs) obviously as dismayed as we were. I always thought that was a nice gesture that he came. But anyway, uh, enough about Bill. Um, (laughs) You originally worked with Bill uh, when you joined Cyan. What were some of your first assignments, and where did you go from there?
3: Well, assignments, it's hard to think of that far back. I mean, it's been two years now, and so you... I can remember doing some different things with Bill, but at that time, um, me and Bill would just talk about what we wanted live to be and and where it was going to be going, and we talked a lot about the prologue and the future of Uru. We worked a lot with the vault manager and getting Mm -hmm. stuff ready to be able to do some uh, data mining, um, just be able to tell how many people went into the classroom or how many times you went into the classroom, and all kinds of just interesting things just so that we had this information. If you were seeing um, certain bulletin boards or not, so that we could say, okay, well, then this person knows that they need to go to the garrison to get their key, you know, yeah, all yeah. kinds of fun stuff like that. Um, at the very beginning, I worked part-time at Zion and full-time at a bookstore out here. When I moved to Spokane from Minnesota, um, I just transferred with a bookstore. I have I have a degree in multimedia design, but mm-hmm. at that time it was like I just wanted to get out of what I was doing back in Minnesota and just get out to the West Coast and be at the right place at the right time, pretty mm-hmm. much. And so that's what happened there. Um, yeah, uh, when the, it all shut down, you know, during the prologue and... in. You know, even I went in and and talked to a few people and stuff like that. I mean, it was one of those things. It's like we didn't want it to happen. Bill is a great guy, and and he was great to work with. And, uh, you know, me and Bill definitely felt like, man, no one deserved having Uru shut down. Yeah, Um, Yeah. We got a lot of letters in right after that about how certain people... This was their way to interact with with uh, society, and, and they yeah, didn't really have yeah. any other way, you know. And, and That's those a very letters. good point,
2: yeah. We had some folks, uh, the legendary Pepsi, for example. On yeah, the, uh,
3: exactly.
2: Uh, Uru forms with wheelchair bound, and Uru was her legs. And yeah. uh, it was until Uru, I think was a lifesaver for her, because it let her, yeah. you know, <laughs> interact with other people again and run and explore. And, yeah. Uh,
3: well, yeah, uh, it, really, it really pulled at the heartstrings for sure um, yeah. when we got those letters in, you know, and it's like, why did this happen? You know, uh-huh. you, you you work on something and you believe in something, and why should this happen? And yeah. It really it was really just one of those things is like, I know me and Bill personally did not mm-hmm. want it to go down. You
2: know, yeah. So. Well, when we spoke to Ryan Miller, Ryan was very much of the same, um, the same mind that you are, that it really was a shame it went down. Of course, we thought that way. But it was good to know that, you know, Cyan, well, we assume that Cyan was as broken up about it as we were. Uh, do you, like Ryan, think that uh, it was shut down prematurely and could have been successful if given more time to develop?
3: Most definitely. I mean, I, I definitely feel like it didn't have a chance. It, yeah. it it wasn't given the chance that it should have to succeed, you know. It, of course, with these things, it's going to take time for people to, to, to see it and ramp up and... And all kinds of fun stuff like that.
2: Yeah, and there was nothing else like it on the market, so it really was. Yeah, it really was a brand new. He's creating a new genre. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the times there. You know what I remember of that period um, was more of it was very solemn, especially right after we we had heard that it's no longer going to be produced. It's no longer going to happen. It was it was one of those times that I will always remember. Yeah. And I hate to go into details of that day, but. I really want to say if Cyan could have kept it going, we would have. Yeah. Um, we were strapped for cash, which comes more relevant now after the recent closing and reopening of Cyan to sure. see how close we really were with cash. I mean, mm. it, 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 right now I think we're in a good place for the future, mm-hmm. but as all things, the ending has not yet been written. <laughs> yeah.
2: so. We've heard that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, isn't it frustrating when your dreams depend on cash flow? I mean, it's it, it really is. Yeah, it's, it, it,
3: uh, you know, and the entire time I've I've worked at science, it's it's kind of been that way. It's like we need cash to stay mm-hmm. alive and to follow what we want to believe in, and, and you know, and and it's like it's just this tug of war yeah. that. You know, we want to believe in this dream, but if people don't <laughs> believe in that dream, then they won't give us cash, you know? And yeah,
2: so, exactly right, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's,
3: well, just, it's it. Well, well, let's hope for the future. That's all I'm going to say for that, you
2: know? A lot of us are, yeah, and are hoping for a great future. Well, let's yeah. not dwell on that too long. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the lighter side, let me touch on a couple of items. Ryan told us that he never finished playing Myst 4. I, uh, I got a laugh out of that because neither did I. I was... Uh, Outsmarted by the wildlife, so to speak, and that really hurts. It it turns out that Mangrees are smarter than I am, and <laughs> and I I didn't like that, and I quit. But how did you fare with that adventure? Uh, if you played it, and what did you think about the difficulty level in Revelation?
3: Um, I never finished it either. I will be honest. <laughs> I uh, I got through part of it, and. Uh-huh. I've played all the Mist games. I mean, I played Mist and Riven and Exile and uh-huh. you know, Real Mist and then Mist Five, of course. Mm-hmm. But with Mist Four, it's it it was fun and it had a really great engine and I loved you know the wildlife and and all they were doing with mm-hmm. the bubble and. And then adding 3D effects on top of that, you know, yeah. making birds fly into your face and all kinds of fun stuff. They did some amazing things, but I just I get got to certain parts and I was like, okay, this doesn't make sense to me. Even though it's a puzzle, it just doesn't mm-hmm. make sense.
2: Yeah, and it's not as intuitive I, as you'd think it would be. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and so I never did finish it, but you know, I can't can't uh, blame those guys for what they did. Uh, they did a, They made a great game, and they used a great engine and uh, good luck for them
2: yeah, well, it um, was stunning to look at. I was thoroughly yeah. into it
3: uh, yeah definitely
2: until <laughs> I got deeper and deeper mired in the mud and and yeah. uh, I think a lot of us are of that same thought that uh, that missed games are all about essentially collecting clues uh, from different areas and then and yeah. making logical assumption and putting the clues together and affecting a effortless solution effortless meaning it doesn't take any special dexterity to pull it off yeah and, uh, yeah I think that that's where a lot of us just kind of hit the wall with Mist four and uh yeah. and I know what I'm supposed to do here <laughs> I know the logic of this I just can't make it happen and yeah uh, exactly yeah, I,
3: and, and that's the thing when mist five came about and and we started working on that project i mean it we definitely i mean the design team definitely came together and said, okay. What do we like about the Mist games? What don't we like about the Mist games? And mm-hmm. then we started thinking, okay, we should go back to more easier puzzles so that people can get through these ages, see these beautiful places. I mean, Mist Five is not the hardest game in the world. I'll, I'll admit to that, you know. Yeah. But you can't say. <laughs> no schism,
2: for example. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but. You're not gonna say, "Well, I couldn't see this world." You know, I wasn't locked on Mist Island and never got off. You mm-hmm. know, and 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 um, and that happened in Mist. Is people never got off the island? You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And and so, at least with Mist Five, you can say, "I got to see these beautiful areas." Maybe the game isn't the hardest, but it was, in my opinion, it was a good game. It it, it had good it had good graphics. It had good gameplay, and it it worked.
2: You know. Yeah. So. I guess I wasn't frustrated so much as disappointed in that I really wanted to see these other things. I wanted to see yeah. the end. I wanted to, you know, to uh, to propel the story, to bring the story to a close. And uh, it was really disappointing to be thwarted in that aim. But, yep. Um, yep. Yeah,
3: yeah. That, that was one of the things with Mi- Miss 4. I mean, I, I didn't really get to see a lot of the game because mm-hmm. I just, I was frustrated with it. And I just yeah. couldn't can sit down, and maybe now, after all this other stress has just, like, lifted and stuff like that, I'll be able to get back to Mish 4 and play it again and stuff like that.
2: I keep promising Uh, myself a return trip, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, our podcast is one of many fan activities that have been spawned by Until Uru, changing the topic to Until Uru. Uh, Personally, I find it really fascinating that even within the limited scope of UU, uh, such an avid following has arisen and stayed active. Uh, can you give us some of your observations regarding UU and, and in connection with that? Uh, can you comment on the recent news from Gamers Union and what that might mean for the future of UU?
3: Uh, let me just say this. Having a place to, for people to gather is a great thing. I mean, Siam wants Uru to grow again, and we still hold out hope for that. The name Until Uru is a clue that Cyan wants it to come back, you know, until Uru can come back again. You know um, the gamers union thing is just grew bigger than it actually is gamers Union is just using the until uru um, data just to test their client and nothing more yeah um, as for the future of until uru that still remains to be you know remains to be seen yeah. uh, I can definitely tell you that you know science still holds out hope for uru to come back and do uru live just to be this big thing again you know. But mm-hmm. who knows if that will? You know, yeah, we it, it's, it's it's all in the air pretty
2: much right now. Yeah, so. well as you know, any even a hint of of a change, you know, for the better or for worse in the mist community, yeah. uh, uh, has the whole fan base on the forums jumping up and down and saying, "Oh, this is fabulous!" or "Oh gosh, what were they thinking?" And uh, I know the Gamers Union announcement really really stirred up some. It Stirred up some feathers recently, and they're still settling. So.
3: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, even I hadn't even heard of any of this Gamers Union stuff that they were going to do any of the beta or anything like that. Uh-huh. And certain people at Science did, but then that release got sent out, and was it, it stirred up my feathers too? I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? And uh-huh. and just how they worded it too, you know, it wasn't the best wording, and yeah, and it said stuff like play Uru live on Game Uh Reunion, and it's like, okay, no, 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 not Uru live, Uh you know, it's just, just, oh.
2: And the fan base goes ballistic, because, oh,
3: great, it's coming back,
2: you know. Yeah, yeah,
3: Mm -hmm. and so, I mean, and we don't, we at Science don't want to make Feathers rough, and we don't want people, like, to get false hopes, you know. Yeah. Um, We still do think that Uru, if given a chance, could grow, you know. Yeah. Um, and we still want to put a lot of time and effort into that and maybe get that back running. But right now, I mean, it's it, right now it's just an interesting time at Cyan no matter yeah, what. Yeah, oh, I'm sure, a very transitional back, time, I'm you know, sure, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, by nature, Uru fans, I think, are very curious people and <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, definitely. And
2: tend to grab clues and make deductions. And <laughs> I guess you guys have trained us to do that, and, and when it comes to you know changes in the industry or... Uh, changes in the real world of, of Miz yeah. and Uru, etc We you know tend to to, <laughs> to take facts and yeah. run with them sometimes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
3: And, <laughs> and get you know, the wrong end together game, yeah. And I and I think I think, you know, maybe it's some of our fault for training you guys to do so. Because mm-hmm. I mean there has been some speculation that's just way out of left field and I'm like, whoa, where does that come <laughs> from, you know? But um, but you know, it's not bad to speculate. Uh, it, yeah. it keeps you guys busy, and it's a good thing. You know, you guys can talk about it, and, and heck, some of the speculation is true sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you you gotta love speculating. I mean, I did it too. Uh, when I was, uh-huh. in the, you know, when I was a major part of the fan community, just being an avid and all stuff like that mm-hmm. before I worked at I was there with you. I was I was speculating over issues and mm-hmm. things, and you know, and it was fun. It was good times. Uh huh. Well, but now being on the other side of the fence, it's like,
2: yeah. okay, uh, you
3: know, I just want to, yeah. just want, sometimes just want to be like, okay, guys, can you just stop, stop speculating for the next, uh, <laughs> let's say, like thirty minutes, and, and like, let me you're just. You're not relax. even warm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> well, uh, well, I remember back before Uru actually released, I was, I've been on the Ubi Uru forum since May of '03, and okay. and all the speculation of what Uru actually would be like. You know, like what can we do. We have avatars fantastic we'll be able to see other players on the screen. Gosh, this is incredible what' we'll be able to will we be able to do with those avatars? Can we swim under the water in the cavern, for example? Can we swim yeah. out to the ships? Can we do this? Can we do that? And um, uh, the reality was uh, uh, in some ways exhilarating in some ways disappointing, but even yeah. so it was so fun to speculate about all the things that we'd be able to do when Uber yeah. came around and uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah well um. On kind of a related note to further Until Uru developments or not, <laughs> uh, in a video interview a while back, Rand tantalized we fans with mention of some tools uh, for further development of Until Uru that Cyan was, was uh, possibly working on. Can you expand on that and, um, and add anything that he wasn't able to say then?
3: Okay. Um, I believe Rand wants Uru to grow. I know this for a fact. I mean, me and him have talked about it. And, and providing tools so that Uru can grow, I know, is something Rand wants to do. Yeah. However, with everything, there's also legalities and other commitments that have to be <laughs> looked at first. And that's probably, I'm guessing that's where we are right now. Yeah. We're looking at what are the legalities of if we release tools to the fans. Sure, and yeah. How will they do different things? And,
2: <laughs> well, these so like course, Age development tools, or will we be able to modify existing, you know, Cyan-built ages, or...
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing it wouldn't have anything to do with uh, uh, modifying any uh, Cyan ages. I um, thought not,
2: I, yeah.
3: <laughs> um, Pretty much, I know that RAN wants to provide tools so that you can build your own ages, you know. Okay, yeah. And make it, you know, that happen. But, again, all there's always legalities, and who knows what will happen in the future,
2: so. Yeah. I know a lot of the um, fan-based ages so far have been constructed in the the open-source uh, Blender 3D application, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I downloaded it and played through a tutorial. and built a little gingerbread man, and I <laughs> I can't wait to make that <laughs> available uh, to my Until Uru mates. It's going to be fabulous to explore that little gingerbread man and see what we can find. But yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, would Rand's tools relate to Blender or to or to some other 3D app, or... or
3: I really can't say right now. But they're just not I that far along
2: yet, yeah. yeah. I
3: don't think we're that far along yet. Yeah. I don't know what tools they would be going towards or something that... I'm guessing a 3D app of some sort, but...
2: Yeah, I see. Um, but right <laughs> Hopefully now, easier to use than Blender. <laughs> yeah. Boy, it's we're really out say. there, yeah. It's another yeah. um, world.
3: But, yeah, right now, it's 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 one of those things. It's like, yeah, Cyan wants to release tools. We, we want to make the Uru fan community grow, and we want to help you guys make it grow and, and stuff like that. or help you Well, guys we're ready, by the grow. way.
2: You know, oh, yeah, I know <laughs> you time guys Anytime that happens, we'll be thrilled, yeah.
3: Oh, it, it, The thing is, is, it's amazing to see what you guys have done or what mm-hmm. people have done in general, you know, making uh, a plug-in for Blender. That's that's awesome, you know. and, and There's doing, some talent
2: out there that's... Yeah, there,
3: yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, there really is, and it, mm-hmm. it's just amazing to see the... I mean, it's been two years now since Uru was shut down and people are still talking about it and still wanting to be a part of something. It tells you how
2: fabulous it was.
3: uh, You know, and I agree. It
2: is. (laughs) You've known that all along. You know, that's no such a thing. And and,
3: and I think, think, again, if it has the chance to someday grow, um, I can't wait. I I want it to grow. I, I really think it will. Yeah. I, have all, I have a faith in the world that it will, you know. I just think it wasn't given the time that it needed to grow, so.
2: Yeah. Well, I had to ask a couple little personal questions here. Uh, when I talked to Ryan, uh, other Ryan, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan Miller, uh, we were idly chatting between questions and found out that neither of our wives are into fantasy stuff at all, <laughs> and sometimes yeah. it gets sort of lonesome. I know yeah. my wife. Uh, my wife kind of feels like a mist widow sometimes when she's <laughs> downstairs watching television and I'm up here on the forums or playing UU or some mist, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Are your nearest and dearest involved with uh, fantasy stuff at all? Or is this um. made a loaner out of you, too, just like a <laughs> 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 societal uh, like we are? yeah.
3: You know, it's funny because it kind of comes up with the conversation I had last night with my girlfriend and, mm-hmm. and she is just deeply involved in piano and she loves classical music sure and she I mean she's going to, uh, to one of the colleges around here for uh, a music major which is really awesome neat yeah uh, yeah you know it's, it's so good to listen to her play it and it just it, I love it but mm-hmm. uh you know she's not into computers she's not into computer games mm-hmm. um She, you know, when I tell her about the Dunny and the language and the history Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, she can't, she's she's not into um, any of the Lord of the Rings stuff or even Harry Potter. Is that maybe... Well, um, we're in the
2: very same boat. Now, my wife enjoyed Star Wars and things like that, but when it came to Harry Potter, she thinks it's just too dark and and spooky. She doesn't like the Wizard of Oz, uh, because the flying monkeys give her the willies, you know. So (laughs) it was a, a childhood experience gone bad. Yeah.
3: So, uh...
2: Okay, so we're all yeah. we're all, it, it, yeah, so it, we're all misfits. It's, it's nice to know. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. <laughs> it's not just it us. Is. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, I've kind of run out of questions. Uh, so this is your moment here to say anything that you'd like for the mis community. So, well,
3: uh, I I just like to say happy holidays to y'all, and um, I will try to get the community some more news on cyan and uh and any of anything dealing with uru or until uru as that in the next few months um again with the until uru stuff who knows when i'll get any information on that sure yeah but uh you know i, I know you guys have been with us for how long now and you are you're definitely appreciative or appreciate it i mean and uh we, we definitely like having you here and uh anything we can tell you we will
2: well well thank you for the world I mean we <laughs> can't say <send laughs> that to very many people but uh yeah thank you for the places we've been uh for the things we've seen for the puzzles we've had to, you know to go to the hints for uh it's yeah
3: yeah
2: it's been a fabulous experience for all these years now
3: well it's it, it's yeah and and you know being on both sides of the fence being a fan first and then c- coming to work at Sign Worlds has been a, a great dream of mine and I'm very happy to be here, and yeah. if you read one of my latest blog entries, I, I definitely am happy to be at Zion Worlds again.
2: So. Yeah. Well, I know so many of us see that as the dream dream career, even through the hard times, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I've been through ups and downs in my own career, and, and can think back to some really, really cool things we've done. And, and the neat thing about the neat things that you guys do is that they all come out to us so we can share it, you know. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah uh, at least we
2: hope so, <laughs> and what's cool for you you know is just it's just a fabulous experience for us, and we thank you for that okay
3: thank you
2: and we'd like to thank you as well for chatting with us today, and we wish you a very happy holiday and uh you know. No problem.
3: I'll be. Uh, I'm willing to do it again sometime. I'd definitely like to have another conversation about whatever, maybe, maybe in the next few months uh, after we hear some more news, or you hear mm-hmm. some more news about Cyan and what we're doing now. We'll stay uh, in we touch. That chat would be great. Yeah, definitely. We
2: thoroughly enjoy chatting with anybody from Cyan, of course. Because, uh, in fact, when we started our little podcast project, some of our earliest communications on the Cavern <laughs> forum were. Uh, wouldn't it be fabulous if we could actually talk to somebody from Cyan? <laughs> and now you're the second. So, uh,
3: yeah, we're we're, we're not uh, we're not a scary bunch. Um, <laughs> we're, we're 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 willing to do this uh, if yeah. it works with our schedule and stuff like that.
2: Uh, well, see, that's one of yeah, the things. I'm kind of breaking away from my question, but uh, uh, I think that's one of the neat things about the Cyan folks is that their personalities come out in the games, and and they're very. Um, what am I looking for here? Intriguing. I mean, they aren't (laughs) off-putting. Yeah. What's cool to you is, I guess what's cool to us is cool to you and we have a common thread there and, and, uh, I think it might be different if we were talking to somebody that developed a, a first-person shooter or something and, uh, and uh, talking about the gore level in their latest offering and, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Where do you get your ideas? You know, that kind of thing.
3: You know, and, and that's another thing that I really didn't get to talk about yet today but, um, you know the thing that's been hard with science is is staying with our moral grounds, I mean yeah, Zion staying
2: with your philosophy, yeah,
3: exactly. when the world says
2: all the money is somewhere else <laughs> and,
3: and and so you know we're very fortunate to be back in a place right now where we can still do what we want to do, and there is another company or whoever's helping us out right now that feels like they can agree with that philosophy. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and so I'm very, uh, you know, grateful to be back, and I hope that we can um, produce quality titles that make people realize that it doesn't have to be a first-person shooter, Let, let's shoot them up and flood yeah. all over the place. Thank,
2: thank mm-hmm. so. Well, thank you very much again, and uh, we do hope to speak with you again sometime soon as developments occur, and I thank you for making yourself available on a uh, <laughs> cold Saturday afternoon. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no problems. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir, and we'll see you later. And for The Cavern Today, this is Moog, You are listening off.
4: to The Cavern Today, a Cavern Communications Network production and UU fan presentation. Now, back to our program. This is Ruby O'Deoghue. It is a well-known fact there is many a talented Abby who experiences explorer and cavern life on a regular basis. On cast last year, we were fortunate enough to showcase the work of Matthias, digital musician LCC from the Huru Project Shard, who is our own staff sound editor, and whose music we will hear again toward the end of this program. A new tune you may not have heard, Jam and Bread. But now we'd like to introduce you to Jenna, a.k.a. Ginger Diva, with two songs. The first, Next to Me, and the second, Coming In and Out of Your Life. Please enjoy. Ginger is from New Zealand, and she's very good.
5: Sometimes when I wake in the morning, rubbing my eyes and still I'm yawning. I look across to see you lying next to me I wonder what I would do if there wasn't a me and a you and I lie back and it gets me thinking you're like a chameleon to me to me But I can remember.
4: This is Rubio DeGee. Beginning this week and throughout next week, you will see vidcasts begin to appear in your iTunes collection or on the website at www.thecaverntoday.com and click on the shortwave tab. The casts come to you by way of a project ty our host for the program The Cavern Today, has been working on for several weeks. This project is called Behind the Abbey, and it should make for some interesting and fun viewing as these casts become available. Stay tuned to the shortwave for updates about the project. Now, back to our program.
2: Hello again. This is Moog. As many of you may have noticed by now, we've recently switched the cavern today to a different server, mainly because our original host uh, surprised our server admin, Steve Crox, with a very large bill for services rendered. Well, nobody expected that, but fortunately we've found the new host and things are now under control again. But in the event of something like that happening again, I want to be prepared. And while we would never want to include advertisements in the cavern today, on the off chance that that would actually become necessary someday, I put together a couple of samples to see what our listeners would think. Well, naturally, any such ads would need to be mist themed And for the first, I went right to the source, the mist Library. It's you again. Good. My name is Sirius. I have somehow become trapped in this book. I need your help. I need to contact my brother. I have no idea how to reach him. Perhaps you can help. I need you to... Bring me the Yellow Pages... That's right, the yellow pages. When you just can't find who you're looking for, let your fingers do the walking. Huh, well, okay, maybe not that one, but let's have another shot. Return with me to Mist Three Exile. of Savidro, he just found out that he paid too much for car insurance. He should have called Geico. So there you go. I just wanted to let you all know that if we ever need to bring in some extra cash to run our server in the future, I'm right on top of it. For The Cavern Today, this is Moog, signing off.
1: self forget to tune in for anything new coming from the cavern or about the cavern including sightings or should i say postings from the dunny restoration council on their forum we'll keep you up to date about drc comings and goings for now shara bishim this is alhan for the cavern communications network the cavern today may and the denicals Shor-
5: rise up to meet you may the glow bugs be always at your back May the sunshine reflect on every Isha page you do not see. And may the rain fall on your alto, only when you desire rain. And until we meet again, may you be blessed with the nigh good fortune wherever you settle. Shura Mishim.
0: You've been listening to The Cavern Today, brought to you by The Cavern Communications Network, an Until-Uru fan presentation. For more information about our program, please visit our website at www.thecaverntoday.com. Production team is our hosts, myself, Tyon, Washington, USA, Verloon, the Netherlands, Zam, France. Our news and weather group, Texas, USA Mohawk, Missouri, USA Gadren, Kansas, USA Jade, Massachusetts, USA Drake Illinois, USA Old Man, Canada Our consultants Delanor, The Netherlands Irene Quinch, Germany Our columnists, editors, and directors Dead, Pennsylvania, USA Supergram, New York, USA SJ, Illinois, USA JWPJ, Australia Gavin, United Kingdom Ken, Telenome, USA Darkook, United Kingdom Donahue, USA Pally, 64, Switzerland Our photographer Stella Flora, United Kingdom our cast and website designer, Miles, South Africa. Our Journey of the Called cast, Tyon, Jean, Alaska, USA, Moag, and Zan. Our producers are Steve Crox, United Kingdom, and obi D. D. Florida, USA. Our resident musician is
4: LCC from
0: the Uru Project Shard, LCC.